nation that I am the most vicious son of a bitch in the WWE. The champ is still here! John Cena's reign as the WWE champion is a farce. You're looking at a man who won an Olympic gold medal. I'm gonna end your little charade when I make your ass tap out. Kurt Angle all over John Cena, blindsiding him. Will Cena be able to overcome the odds? Wait, 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 wait. Did you say you won a gold medal? I didn't know that. I don't think I got much of a chance in this one, man. But I'm still calling your ass out. John Cena absolutely electrified. There's a code that I live by. Eye for an eye. I never quit. I hold your whole future in the palm of my hand. And I never. I'm more relentless. I'm more vicious. Don't get any more beer than Kurt Angle. You want some? I want that WWE title. Come get some. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 92 of the Are You Era podcast, the only place where we decipher and dictate the era that rose out of the Ashes of Attitude, and after what feels like a million failed attempts, delivered Ric Flair from the top rope, as it is time for Unforgiven 2005. As always, I am Dave. As always, joining me is big, sexy Michael Rag. Are you ready for some Unforgiven? I'm ready. You didn't like this, did you? I, 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 thought, I thought it was like every other single we brand game. We spoke about this other night, didn't we? Of a normal Monday Night Raw. I enjoyed this pay-per-view. But it was, compared to the other Raw exclusive pay-per-views, made, I think Venture's probably better, but... That was because it had Alan and Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Needs more but it was Alan. Good. Is that what you're saying? If this pay-per-view had more Alan, it'd be a bit more up your street. Is yeah. that what you're saying? I get you. Did you watch the pre-show? We did. <laughs> we did. And if you Live on our yeah, YouTube and on our... I was just about to say, if you've not checked it out, but I'm fairly... I fairly would be confident to say that if you're listening to this, you've probably listened to that. That means you're boring, you're boring, you're boring. Yeah. You listened to Tom Pettengill and you paid for the pay-per-view. Um... What did you make to the pre-show? Rob, Rob here, Conway, look at me. <laughs> Jobber versus Jobber. Versus Tadgers. French-Canadian Jobber versus... It was a Sunday Italian, night heat match. Japanese Jobber. Yeah. It was exactly what it was. It, it wasn't a... We didn't get a title match. There was no sort of storyline that's happening on Raw at the minute. You, you said it best Raw's on the pre-show. Like it's, diff, it's completely 180 from the modern-day pre-shows. Yeah. Modern-day pre-shows, you have a match that's just not quite cut. Good enough for yeah. the main show. But it's still... Uh, usually a title or a storyline. It's something that's Some going off in the bit. main show where 
this pre-show was just a guy that was trying to push to be in the mid-card against Hadges. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. For me, no, no. Let's talk some buy rates. Let's way, way go way back in our minds. Unforgiven 2003, that had 360,000 buys. Goldberg Triple H. Unforgiven 2004, 265,000 buys. Triple H and Allen. Where, Triple H and Allen? <laughs> the same Triple person. H and Allen. <laughs> Unforgiven 2005, where are we then? So, 03, we peaked at 360, we've dropped down to 265. Where are we in 2005? I'm going to guess slower. By how many? You're correct, by the way. <laughs> by how many? More than 50k. More than 50k? So you're saying that only over just over 200,000 people bought this? 250. Oh. So 15,000 down from the previous year. But this obviously shows that Unforgiven as a brand, as an attraction, as a pay-per-view is declining. So yeah. like a lot of people, they look they, like now people clamor for the days of oh bring back Armageddon, bring back Unforgiven, bring back these. But when you, if you look, if you look at it like this, yeah. Then in theory, I'd love to see the buy rates for like Unforgiven two thousand onwards. Oh, I bet it goes down, 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 down. I bet Unforgiven Unforgiven two thousand. You had the Rock in the Fatal Four Way defending his title, and yeah. you had the return of Stone Cold. Yeah. We were going to find out who ran over Stone oh, Cold. No, Unforgiven 2000, was that not the um, six-pack challenge? No, that was 99. Oh, was it? Okay. Oh, yeah. That, see, that was a bad boy pay-per-view, that as well. British Bulldog in actual Bulldog gear for the only one time in this last run that he did. Oh, that was... He was in jeans. No, Bulldog was... Sure was in jeans. No, I swear to you, nah. That, that was because I popped like a motherfucker. Bulldog come out in Bulldog gear. The only hey. time in that entire return he wore... He didn't wear jeans. You will bulldog it. We'll watch it after, after we've recorded. This recorded. We'll watch it, I'd swear to you. Um, so, it is Unforgiven 2005. It is the 18th of September 2005. We're in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Boomer Sooner. At the only pay-per-view up to, to date that's ever been in Oklahoma, which is very surprising. Yeah. But is that because of what happens in the pay-per-view? If JR gets dicked on and dicked on and dicked on, JR, cause he'll have connections in Oklahoma. He's gone to like the chief of Oklahoma, the tribal chief, and he said, he said, Tribal Chief, um, no longer. No, I know we're no a, small, a small boy's Texas. No more. No more. Uh, now, me and Michael both watched it on the network. It had a runtime of 2 hours, 45 minutes and 15 seconds. So, you're aware of Unforgiven. We're all aware of Unforgiven. Yeah. Are you aware of The Unforgiven? The film? Which is a 2005 South Korean drama film directed by Yoon Jong-bin. Well, there was another film called The Unforgiven. What was it? Well, Wikipedia told me about that one. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Kevin Cost and Sean Connery, I think. I'm not familiar. But yeah, I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar also with... There's also uh, two Metallica songs called The Unforgiven. Oh, is there? Oh, there's copyright then. Who owns copyright? There's no way to be... Is that why they had to call it Unforgiven and not The Unforgiven? Because there were no Well, Metallica's song was called No chance they could go... Oh, was it? Ooh. Unforgiven 1, Unforgiven Ooh. 2, Unforgiven 3. Ooh. I wonder if they... Did they ever purchase the trademark, or did they just use the word? Should have done your... They should have just used... You should have done your fucking research, They should have just used Metallica How can for you come... You can't song. just come at me with all this information right now and not have research. I want to know the court date, who won, who, who owns the word Unforgiven? <laughs> so the intro then um, we get main focus on tonight's main event Kurt Cena 
Uh, we get loads of lines from the promos. Uh, which is, it's something that I've noticed, and I think I picked up on a couple of pay-per-views ago, where how they blur the promos in. So the last line of your promo, my first line of mine overlaps yours. And they overlap and overlap. and I love it, me. I don't know what it is about it. It's my little tism or something, but I think it's I think mint. It's a tism. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's fucking brilliant. More of that, please. It's your ADHD. More of that. What did you make to the stage? Five screens. I liked it. A lot of screens was, going on. It was nice. It was, I liked it. Remind me a lot of last year. But well, obviously, last year we had two screens at the top, two screens at the bottom. So we had four. four. Now we've got oh, four. five. Mate. Unforgiven 13 is going to be sick. <laughs> Screens everywhere. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Uh, our opening match of the night, Intercontinental title time. You're reigning, you're reigning Intercontinental champion. He doesn't defend it much, does he? <laughs> Carlito going up against the Nature Boy Ring. Looking to become the first time Intercontinental champion in his career. How did we get here, Michael? So basically, Carlito, he wants to honour his dad who we've only ever seen once if you only watched WWE that was 1993 Rumble yep and it was an old, old has-been then no it wasn't all has-been it was a old up-and-comer according to Gorilla Monsoon <laughs> somewhere along them lines but Carlito wants to honour his dad by beating the man that apparently he's had a lot of fights with yeah Ric Flair and Flair well, it's been a while since Flair had any gold. It has. Um, 2004 was last time. Yeah, uh, around Armageddon with Batista. You won that. Tag titles. Armageddon 2003, Batista. Turmoil. Uh, tag team Turmoil, yeah. Well, couldn't mind me. Bosh! I'm very proud of you. <laughs> but um, the what? build was basically just, my name's Carly, I'm cool, but I'm back in Masters. And Flair was like, I'm Ric Flair, the nature boy, woo! And I'm back with Shawn Michaels because me and Shawn Michaels are we're, cool now. We're from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what I did like though is how Ric Flair came out and he came out in black and blue. I was like, yeah. he oh, might win this one. He's <laughs> not in red. He's not in red. Um, and did you notice how quick the IC title graphic came and fucked off again? It literally it, it was shot that quick. I didn't even fucking notice it. It, went, it was so fast. Like so far, he literally came and disappeared again. But what um, I did like, Flair's ego isn't that high that he has to smart after the champ. No, correct. He's no Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> he could. Uh, it's Ric Flair. Flair could just be like, "I'm coming out." Now. I'm coming out yeah, second, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the one. And he's, the fact that we're curtain jerking as well. But we'll see. Does he win? Only time will tell. So the Flair match- could be like, "I want the first actual unforgiven pop." <laughs> Uh, so Flair styling and profiling to start. We get a lock up. Flair controls. Collie gets out with a bit of hair pulling. It was great because uh, the king makes a very valid point. He's like, Collie, with all that hair, why is he getting into a hair pulling competition with Ric Flair? Mm. Because Ric Flair's got a lot of surface area to attack. And he's the dirtiest player in the game. Flair's Let's not, not give much, him ideas. Flair's not got that much hair on his top. <laughs> and then Jerry says, I think it's hair anyway. Looks like a Brillo pad. I'm like, that's racist. <laughs> it looks like a toilet brush. <laughs> Jerry then asks Coach if he's cool. Coach says he epitomises cool. So why, he goes, why can't you grow hair like Colito? He goes, are you follically challenged? <laughs> and I'm like, straight away, off the bat, this pay-per-view, the commentators, we're having a bit of fun tonight. We're going to dick on each other. It's Velocity but 2003. Coach, Matthews and Coach nothing. takes it too far, though, in a bit. He takes it too far. 
We'll talk about that when he takes it too it's far. It's Bill DeMott and Josh Matthews style <laughs> banter. Oh, definitely. Banter. Banter. <laughs> Colin Elbow tie up, uh, hard knockdown from Carlito, and then he does a strut. Uh, we get a test of strength. Flair takes control, reverse elbow, knocks Flair down. And then we get a big old gun for level chop. Makes a rate <laughs> sound. It's like, ooh, you bastard. Title. Of all the championships Flair has won. Oh, wow! 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 Oh, that'll, that'll test your metal right there. Carlito didn't like that at all. That's like being Can't blame him. Can't blame him, but boy, that lit him up. Can't blame him, but now it's time to take a little bit of a breather, step back, and regroup. Carlito would be told by himself, like, Flair's going to chop you. Let him chop you. One of my many signs of the nights, because there is a few tonight. Mm. First one that caught my eye Annie, I love you. Bless. I'm good at resting. Do you know what's happened here? Is she okay? No. <laughs> is she okay? <laughs> is Annie okay? <laughs> Two drums in a cymbal fall off a cliff. <laughs> um, the, the issue there is that I think what's happened is he's told Annie that he wants to go to wrestling. She may have, like, I don't know, arranged a meal with her parents and he's gone. She's pissed off. She's Might told him birthday. he's on set eating eight. Oof, could be even worse if it's a birthday. Um, so he's gone there and thought, do you know, I was going to take a sign saying John Cena sucks dick. But no, I've only got one piece of cardboard and one fucking pen. I'm going to write, and I love you, and I'm going to fucking hold it up. I'm sorry, baby. Or, Could be. for a wholesome comment, she might be at home, preggers, watching live. And she's like, I'm too fucking fat and pregnant. You go enjoy yourself. <laughs> Um, Carlito, he works over Flair in the corner. He woos to the crowd, but he makes that fatal error. He turns his back on the dirtiest player in the game and he returns you don't to turn a your back thump on it, Flair. in the eye. Um, don't turn your back on Flair. Carlito, though, he countered with a stiff clothesline in the corner with a 10 punch. Um, Flair, though, he, um, he reverses with the reverse atomic drop. Uh, he goes for the figure forward, gets kicked to the outside. Um, then we get a Toby Keith reference R.I.P he's from Oklahoma did you know did you know we're in Oklahoma tonight I didn't if you didn't you fucking will by end of night promise ya the Intercontinental Champion great job by Carlito to buy himself a little bit of time after those chops well you know I, I spoke to Ric Flair earlier in the day and he admits he'll tell you he may not be as good as he once was but he's as good once as he ever was and that's what he says all he has to do tonight that's what Toby Keith said yeah that's Toby Keith on this Wait a minute. Flair took credit for that. Is it Tommy Keith from Oklahoma? Absolutely. We were at his restaurant last night. I was with the Nature Boys. And he left at 9 o'clock. He's serious about this match. He had curfew. Um, Outside the ring, Flair gets posted and that turns the tide because Carlito was working on Flair's arm for multiple times. It kind of gets that dull spot in the match where Carlito was just working over the arm. Made me realise that Carlito's not got many moves. He's got... He, he don't even do backstab yet, does he? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, coach, he shits on the uh, Oklahoma Sooners. Yeah, uh, he, he said, "Jr. Did they win at the weekend?" And Jr. was like, "No, we've lost two. We're, we're two in one or some like that. I think they've played three, won one, lost two. Uh, and coach so is lost like, three, coach, one. coach goes, "No, uh, there's been three matches. They're two one down. I think that's what's happened so far. I think." Um, but coach is like, ha, they're just a fucking set of losers like Ric Flair. Ric Flair, 16-time world champion. That means he's lost his title 16 times. Carlito, never lost. Best ever. Soon as a wank, JR. And JR's like, oh, coach, you're a riot. Like, already, JR's bubbling under the surface. He wants leave to his, smack him straight Leave away. his soon as alone. 
<laughs> there's not, there's not when you sort of like they play a proper sport. But the thing is, though, right? Well, I was watching it. I was thinking, right? I, I get it. I empathise with Jr. Like, massively because, right? Soon as the shit, it seems, right? And I support currently the shit. Not just only the shittiest team in the Premier League, but we're on rec- we're on course to be the shittiest team in fucking existence. Right? <laughs> we're bottom of Premier League. We've conceded 60 goals. We're on course to concede about 1,000 goals, right? We are terrible, right? But only I can say we're terrible. You can't. My team is turd, right? We are turd. We are proper turd, right? But only I can say that. You can't. And that I feel for JR. I get that. Because JR sat there going, I know Sooners are shit, Boomer Sooners. Right. But you can't say that. You can't say I can say the shit because they're my team. You, How dare you call my team shit? See, I feel I feel for JR. I really do. It, it, it's not nice. We got more work from Carlito over the arm, uh, single arm DDT, um, and then he tries again, but Flair holds onto the rope. And it's one of them spots where who takes the most? Because Flair kind of, even though he's holding onto the rope as Carlito comes down, mm. Carlito's coming down and Carlito's taking the impact of the mat. But Flair's getting a bit of whiplash as well and on that bad shoulder. And I feel like they're both taking a bit of pain from that. Part of the game, isn't it? It's part of the game. Speaking of the game, we get the Triple H knee drop from the corner. <laughs> I've written my nose. Yeah, I've written my nose as Harley Race knee drop or delete, delete. Triple H knee drop. And then, wowzers. Right, so we get a big chop from Flair. Then Flair goes up. And I, I was like, no. And after a thousand failed attempts, just in our timeline alone. When was the last time it happened? What, that he actually delivered off the top rope? I can't remember. I don't think and ever. He, he delivered I off... think Oklahoma City witnessed history. And the best thing was, he delivered off the top rope and then he looked to the crowd and go, yeah, come I did on. it, I finally did it. Woo! Fuck. This was the spot of the fucking night. It was. But then the cunt thinks he's Jeff Hardy and goes up to other turnbuckle because he has to do his spot where you throw me off the top. Like, they've booked you this match. Flair, right, so you're going to win the IC... Spoiler alert, Flair wins. Um, you're going to win the IC title and what, what also Flair would want you to do is, you know, when you go up to the top and you do a little spot that you love where they throw you off, he goes, yeah, woo! Uh, he goes, right, Rick, what we want, want to happen is drop an elbow. What? It's like we don't want you to do be wild. Just to, just step. You don't off, need to do a Phoenix Step splash. off the top rope and just drop a you forearm. We know you're not Jeff yeah. Hardy or Sabu or yeah. any of them. That's all you need to do. And he's like, "Yeah, but I, I, I need to do my spot." He goes, "Well, if if needs be, Rick, after you've done that, go back up to opposite turnbuckle and do your spot." And he's like, "Woo!" And he's off. Right? So he's like, he "Has to do his spots. He has to do his spots." But spot of the night that. Um, Carlito, he goes outside, he grabs an apple, um, he starts chewing, but Flair clocks him, um, he goes, to, he starts to choke, and he's like, King's like, he's dying, what's he figure fouring him for, he needs a fucking paramedic, as Vic Flair locks him in the figure four, and this is another one, when was the last time he won clean in the figure four, with a tap out, 
I don't feel like we've seen that in ages. But on our timeline. On our timeline. Have we even ever? stage of my career to win this most prestigious of all intercontinental championships. Wow. My first one, my first one, and baby, let me tell you this, tonight, this is as sweet to the nature boy as any, as any of those 16 world titles. This means as much. You, you, woo, woo, you. <laughs> you. Uh oh, wait a minute. My only regret, my only regret is that my best friend and the greatest wrestler alive today, Triple H, is not here to share this moment with me. But don't worry, don't worry, Oklahoma City, the nature boy is gonna break down tonight and take it to Oklahoma City all night long. Whoa, look out, Bricktown, look there. There could be a big party tonight at the Nature Boys. You celebrate like we think he will. He's the one with the smallest fever blister. But while you think about it, that being said, the new... Intercontinental Woo! champion, Woo! the nature boy Ric Flair. Woo! What did you make? How many mavens? Four mavens. Mainly because of Wowzers. spot of the night. Wowzers, we're going high. And Flair won the IC title. So it's, I mean, it's the IC title at this point in time. It's not as good as it should be. Yeah, but could Ric Flair make it as good as it should be? At this point in time, it's not. Yeah, but could no? I mean, could Rick Flair? Could. Yeah. If anyone could, on the current could Rick Flair now give the title the prestige that it desperately needs in this timeline? I reckon Flair could. Four Will Ravens. he? Means to be start. seen. Uh, we get a promo from Rick Flair after the match. He puts over the IC title. He starts getting a bit 
sort of like jiggy with the tile. He's, he's, Flair's excitable tonight. And then he goes round the ring and starts selecting women that I swear to God weren't there at the start of the match. Nope. And just, they just randomly just happened to be there. The right women. time. As uh, he said, don't worry because Oklahoma, the nature boy is going to break it down tonight. Woo! Um, yeah, so Ric Flair's off for a party, it seems. He says it's not import- as important as all 16 world titles. Like, it's Well, it's not. It's the Intercontinental title. It's not a world <laughs> title. Yeah, but he puts it over. To be fair, he does put it over. He's saying, look, like, this is this means so much to me. And, because it is, a, does, it is a top-end, top-tier title. He does wish Alan were there. He does wish Alan was there. I was expecting him to go, and there's Triple H, and he comes that out of that. perfect. Oh, and then, then all four... They, they take all four women back to Liver. Yeah. Because it's time to get giddy. Speaking of getting giddy, we go backstage with Edge and Lita. And they're having a conversation. Remember when Matt used to call you and had you bent off at coffee table? She's like, yeah, it were a bastard, weren't it? And it's like... And then they kiss. And I'm instantly thinking, these are a real-life couple. Why are they kissing like that? Why are they so awkward? And then... He would call his best friend friend you know just to check on the match (laughs) and I'd roll over and answer my phone yeah (laughs) poor Matt never even had a clue (laughs) but I'd always make sure as soon as you hang up the phone to show you all that attention that Matt was missing at home me. Well, tonight, mm-hmm. after I beat the life out of Matt Hardy again inside of a steel cage, uh-huh. oh, he's gonna have left his memories. And then you and I, mm-hmm. we can finally be happy. You always make me happy, babe. But right now, mm. I wanna make you. Just together, I know obviously they're playing characters and they're acting, they're playing a scene, but they're a real life couple and they look so awkward together. It blows my mind, absolutely blows my mind. So how did them kisses lead to you two banging? Exactly. Up next, Michael, it is some diva action time. As Tori Wilson with her banging theme song, but I have something to say about that in one second. With Victoria going up against Trish Stratus and Ashton Massaro with Candy's Michelle in the corner of the bad girls. How did we get here? So you ever seen that film Mean Girls? <laughs> so yes. basically. As I said on the pre-show, I seen fucking Mean Girls. It's not because there's do you know there were Mean Girls too? I remember there's Mean Girls Well, this is mean this girls. is just Mean Girls, this new one. So it's the first Mean Girls just yeah. done again. Yeah, it's quite good. I'd recommend it for a, for a chick flick sort of thing. They're bastards, but, but they're Mean Girls. Basically, this is, this is new. This is Mean Girls. Yeah, it is Mean you got, Girls. You got a group of popular bitches and the new girl picking on the new girl. Yeah. So the new girl, she becomes friends with a woman, with the girl who's been there girl. a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they have a fight. True that. Um, but why is Tori's dog there? Why not? 
I don't understand what you what you want from me. Why I not? Mean, I like seeing the puppets. <laughs> Why not? Why the fuck not? It's a manager. It's a it's a it's like a corner had his tennis racket. Jimmy Hart had his megaphone. Tom Wilson has a dog. It's just that. It's a metaphor. So so is it a metaphor? So did <laughs> no, he ate a dog. There's a difference. Um, right. <coughs> Tony Wilson. Uh, banging theme song. What do you do when... Every- Sang by the woman that's in the ring. Why isn't Lillian Garcia singing that theme song as Tony Wilson comes down? Do you know who sang Victoria's theme song? Yeah, Tattoo. Who was the one? No. Nicki Minaj. Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. Why wasn't she out there? Why weren't why they rap battling then? Yeah, but what, what I don't get is like the ring announcer, I know it's... Like, imagine if Samantha Irvine... Right, did Ricochet's theme music. And all that, right? One She'd have to do it. Only. She'd have to do it and while he's coming down and perform it every time. I just don't understand why she ain't got Lillian performing it when it's Lillian stood in the ring listening to her herself sing a song. It just, yeah. Well, do you have Lillian perform it? But anyway. Do you want to know something weird? I did not know Lillian sang that. Can you not remember the per- per- pay-per-view? Per- 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 pick up a penguin. When Lillian sang it coming down the entranceway with Tori. You do, when they were dancing all seductively and what do you do when everybody loves you? How do you breathe when you take it in? What do you do when everybody turns away? And when it do when they take you there? What do you do when everybody loves you? That's what what it do is. you do with a drunken sailor? What do you do with... That's what it is. It's what do you do when everybody loves you? How can you breathe when you take it in? Having a satisfaction, some instant radiaction, something like that. It's men, it's one of the best theme songs going. I just need some satisfaction, some private interaction, some animal attraction. Anyway, Divas fating. The match was exactly how it was going to be. Ashley Massaro getting beaten down by the heels until super Trish Stratus makes the save. Because for ages, Trish has worn trousers. Yes. And now all of a sudden, she's wearing shorts like it's 2001 again. What do you do when everybody I mean, I'm not complaining. I like seeing Trish's legs yeah. out. She's a face. Heel Trish wear trousers, trousers when she was faced previously. Nah, that was then. This is now. Now, before, then, now then forever. Before Jericho broke her out. She was still wearing trousers. Hmm. I don't know. I can't. I, I'm trying. I can't. She forgot them. And she's borrowing them from somebody else. They may be Michael Cole's spare pair of pants. <laughs> I don't know. JR, JR fetched him. The JR's lasses. JR's ran home and fetched him from their girl's house. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know. Um yeah, it was this n- nasty bump that Ashley took. Tori launched her to the outside when she yeah. took a na- like Enzo Amore level bump bouncing off the fucking ropes and the nasty them ropes. Um Steiner's kid that happened to him didn't it the other week. He went into the ropes too much and fucking pung and got himself caught up in ages ago. That was only another week. Like month ago at most. 
It was longer than that. No, it wasn't. I only saw it a month ago, so it happened a month ago. It was a month ago. Anyway, but yeah, them ropes are, them ropes are nasty. And that like that Enzo one that happened with him with the, the Vaude villains, that was horrible. That. And the one with Ashley. See, not only did she get the um, whiplash See, effect from the when rope. When you've got Tori Wilson causing that spot to happen to you. She's not exactly a wrestler, is she? This is the, this is the thing though. We're, we're in the ring right now. A wrestler. We've Victoria. got two wrestlers, you got Trish and Victoria. Sort of a wrestler, Trish. No, I'd say Trish is good now. Yeah, yeah Trish is good to be now. Fair. 2005, Trish is good now. Yeah, late 2005, Trish. Trish is but that was the thing. Coach at one point, it compared Ashley in 2005 to Ashley of, uh, sorry, to Trish when she was debuting. In 2000. No, I'd say like I'd say Ashley is is better. Yeah. Even though Ashley's not nowhere near the level she needs to be, but she's only learning. When Trish first, if you look at Trish's first match, I believe was her and Val Venus versus Eddie Guerrero and China. Nope. When the IC title nope. got month before TNA, did she fight with TNA, TNA against Hardys and Lita? Fully loaded two thousand. Yeah, there you go. But then, so them early performances, abysmal she was compared to now. Like she wasn't abysmal. She wasn't like Jackie Gadia level. But <laughs> compared to Trish Stratus five years later. She was terrible. Do you know what I mean? She mm. definitely learned and worked and 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 prof- she kind of she worked out that I need four or five moves and I can nail these four or five moves. Everything else will blend together. I think when Trish first came out, um, broke out onto as a wrestler, she didn't have any identity as moves or there were no chick kick, there were no handspring shit. Yeah, there was none of that. She had to become her own identity in order to get these moves. And I think she just developed these moves and like even now when she comes back, you'll see them three or four moves and that's that's Trish, that's Trish's gimmick. But I think you've got her in the ring, this hurt Victoria, you've got Ashley who's learning, and then you've got Tori Wilson and then the added distraction of Candice Michelle on the outside. It's it's a recipe for disaster. One thing that really pissed me off in this match though, when Ashley lost her at and it was there in the ring, the referee Walk past it, I lost count. <laughs> Not once did he think, I was kicking out of the ring. Uh, kicking out of the ring. The finish, we get the hot tag. Um, we get Trish doing a running through a routine, the Matrix move. She smashes both of them with a double clothesline, which was a good spot, to be fair. Um, spine buster, but Candice distracts the ref. Um, Candice, though, she gets a bit too close and Ashley slams her into the apron. A double takedown from Trish and a big chick kick onto Victoria picks up the victory. How many mavens? Two mavens. Nice to see Trish back. That's generous. <laughs> it's not one of those mavens is for all the puppies. 
Air quotes, yes. puppies. Yes, okay, I'll give you that. Um, I'm going to give it a one and a half because it had females in it. <laughs> Trisha's back. Uh, Ric Flair is backstage with the girls in Champagne. Uh, he says, you're going to spend the night in a limousine with a theme park. That theme park being me, Space Mountain. Woo! <laughs> And then did you notice that one of the girls wooed? But she didn't quite woo. She like went, wow. Yeah. Like, she must be a Sable fan. <laughs> and then as he flares, and then did you notice how Flair, when he's taking the girls into their limo, he stops one and he goes, to her. That's how Flair kisses girls. But that actually goes on to be one of Flair's wives. The most recent one? Yeah, yeah, I think that's why. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, it can't be his most recent one because he got divorced, like, yeah. Maybe the one before that. Before. Wendy's the recent one, yeah. But yeah, that was one of his wives. The one that he actually kissed was the what was goes on oh, to Oh, what wife. a cute love beat, beat story. <laughs> like, oh. Flair was just trying to get a job. <laughs> and I'll fucking bag you back at living with the others. And then um, we got an advertisement for Viagra, I think. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> I think the entire show up to this point has been an advert for Viagra. Flair, from from him getting them out of the crowd to the edge of the shit to the women. What do you do when everybody loves you? How can you? To be this, it's just one big Viagra commercial. It is. It is. What I love. What, what I love. Did he have a boot in his trunks the whole time? <laughs> they were sweaty. From before they come out, sweaty. From before he come out, sweaty. The thing is, though, like, what, what I proper pissed me saying. Now, we popped a couple, and then you thought the segment was over. It was like how Triple H fucks you these days, where you think pay per view's over because you seek credits, but then you know it's not because something's going to happen. So he popped a couple of Viagra, and then he went, one, two, three, fuck it. He popped a couple more. Woo! He's off. He knows what he's going to do. <laughs> Flair's not finished working. <laughs> the party is never over. Um, we see ZZ Top in the front yeah. row. Did you pop for that, did you? I did. <laughs> I know you would. It's like, oh, it's the two with beards, not the guy called Beard Without a Beard. See, for a second, I thought it were them that sang Merry Christmas, but that's Wizard. <laughs> I thought it was the same people. They look the same. <laughs> they look the same, but here's the difference. I'm being bearded. He's South American, Wizard of English. <laughs> Up next, Michael, it's big, sweaty, meaty men slapping meat. Oh. It's Big Show versus Snitsky. How did we get here? Well, this fucking match tells us about 25 times during the match. <laughs> but they had a fight. Then they had another fight. Then Snitsky decided to hit Big Show with a ring bell. And... <laughs> yeah, but you don't know that. If, you, if you've not watched Raw, you don't know that because Big Show is a man on fire. Hot start. Smashing Snitsky all over. I even put it in my notes. Like, that... I thought this match ain't gonna last long. I thought Snitsky's looking like a when he launched That's him through air happened. like a cruiserweight, makes him like a jobber. But what got me were halfway through match. We have to show you promo why they're fighting because we couldn't show you because Big Show were a man on fire. And I just what I, there was no need for it. You'd explained because we couldn't see it. You've explained it. Coach and Jr. Yeah, explained it. It, it in just detail. covered the whole screen. It yeah. weren't a picture in picture. No, no, yeah, yeah, because we needed to show it you because we couldn't show it you at the start because it obviously weren't in the script for Big Show to be a man on fire to begin with. Big Show ad-libbed, took it upon himself. No wonder you're fighting business Snitsky. for himself. He did. He did. No he wonder went, you're fighting Snitsky. It's Snitsky, well, it's the Big Show. <laughs> but he, I feel like he just made Snitsky like a jobber until we got the same sort of segment that we got with Flair and Carlito. He runs into the post. 
my, my shoulder's now injured. Snitsky then spent far too long, like, in my this, notes. These after, kind of matches should not have wrestles. Oh, 100%. After my um, initial notes at the start, I was like, oh, this ain't going to last long. And then at this point, I was like, oh, well, actually, yeah, they're going to give this a few minutes. The fact that it went as long as it did, well, from the uh, wrestle spot, I thought, oh, so Big Show's actually losing then? Because... Yeah, but it wouldn't. The thing is, it wouldn't have hurt Big Show to lose. No, and it wouldn't. The Big Show winning quick wouldn't have hurt Snitsky. But Snitsky has been. A, yeah, but that, I think because Snitsky's been a jobber constantly since he killed Fleeter's baby. Well, that's what you get. It wasn't his fault. God isn't happy. God isn't. Happy. It wasn't his fault. But Hardaway likes what Snitsky does to babies. Um, but yeah, it was it very much focused on Big Show's shoulder. That was the MO from Snitsky. Various shots, various holds. Um, and then Snitsky pulled off a massive big back suplex. It was impressive that. Yeah. He actually got Big Show off his feet. Well, Big Show got himself off his feet. Big Show but, jumped. <laughs> yeah. Well, Big Show jumped well. Fair play to Big Show. <laughs> you jumped well. Um, we got a spine buster from Show. Both men are down. And then did Big Show just nip up? Show, and this is something, quite frankly, you don't see very often from anybody doing this to the big show. Absolutely not. Snitsky has had a, a, a game plan, perhaps out of desperation. I thought he might show the limber tail a little bit more early. He has not. I've been pleasantly surprised. Snitsky is tough. There's no doubt about that. And you got to admit, JR, I don't think any of us have ever seen the big show. Just a, what the hell was that? I think that was a 500-pound with an assist from the top rope, but he nipped the fuck up. Big Shawn Michaels over here. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and then that sets up the finish. Big clothesline, headbutt, splash, shoulder block, shows on fire, chokeslam, one, two, three, and just over six minutes, because I forgot to say the times with the previous match, they'll go into them in a second. Well, it's the Big Show wins this episode of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, it was just a raw match. So, to cover, because I forgot, uh, the opening contest was 11 minutes, 46 seconds. Ric Flair and... Well, sorry, my apologies. Our opening contest was... Look at me! Versus Fanaki. It uh, was 3 minutes, 44. Opening contest, Flair and Carlito was 11.46. Last match with the Divas was 7 minutes, 5. This match was 6.11, and we're up to speed. This match was 6 minutes longer than it needed to be. What did you make? How many Mavens? One Maven. Oh, worse than the Divas match. This is worse than Divas match. <laughs> I'll go with you there. I'll go with the one, maybe. Definitely worse than the Divas it's match. It's been no different. It was no different from any other match they've had on Raw, which has been fucking shit. No, no, totally agree. There's, I know that. I know for a fact there's still another match in this feud to come. <laughs> we go backstage and there's steam coming from the limousine, Michael. Flares up boxing. <laughs> and can we talk about the match graphics? We spoke about them on the pre-show, but can we speak about them again? Because... Emma's Paint. Wow. wow. Emma's Paint special. I did a little post on Twitter because I found all the graphics on the internet. And I, it is something like that I could do, the levels, because I don't use Photoshop. I use apps because I don't know what I'm doing. And I never have done for the last seven years, but fuck you. <laughs> if you don't like it, piss off. <laughs> um, but thank you if you do like it. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, we love you. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's my level sort of... And this is a professional company that employed somebody to do this somebody yeah. got probably got paid quite well to do that and it literally was just copy and paste and it, the, what I liked was Rick Flair PNG no, well, no it weren't even that was it so I don't think it was that because with PNG you'd get 
or even a vector image, you'd get a nice outline. Someone's gone in on this, he's found a picture and gone in on it with like some editing tool mm. and just gone round it and then done a black border to cover up his mistakes. <laughs> I love it. It's so shit. It just makes the, it makes the pay-per-view. Um, we then get a promo for, which I thought would be the next match. Yeah. We've probably got a promo now, but it's not. Uh, Michaels and Masters, and then we see HBK backstage, and then here comes Kerwin White, and I forgot about his little feud with Shelton. Yeah, I thought, oh, we're yeah. getting the uh, golf. I thought he was just coming out for a quick pitch and put, do you know what I mean? just to interrupt. But no, it's our next match, Michael. It is Kerwin White versus Shelton Benjamin. How did we get here? So here's a dollar. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> it's right. someone's pay for mid card like Jagger. So correct. Sorry, Kerwin. So correct. So get him a towel from golf range. <laughs> That's basically it. That's basically it. Um, the king, he says to JR, you should relate to Kerwin. He's middle class and he's overly Caucasian like yourself. <laughs> Coach says, middle class, JR's lower class. JR's getting pissed now. Pissed. <laughs> right, carry on, dickheads. I know we're in Oklahoma, but... Back out there and coming back <laughs> home, home again. Um, another one of my sign of the nights. Uh, Kerwin stole my sweater. So simple, but yet so effective. Um, yeah, so Kerwin versus Shelton. Another one that I didn't feel like it was going to last very long. Because Kerwin's in a jobber gimmick. He's gone from Charvo losers anyway, apart from cruiserweights. Yeah. But Kerwin, I feel like, loses all the time. Chavo was a jobber to the stars. Kerwin is a jobber to the lower mid-card. Yes, yes. Definitely. Um, Shelton comes out, he sends White reeling, uh, the fans are chanting Charvo sucks, and he goes, uh, I think you'll find it's Kerwin, and it's Kerwin sucks. Kerwin's, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's hard to, I want to say Charvo, I'm just going to say Charvo. Charvo, it's Charvo. <laughs> it's Charvo with Bob on the air. Uh, Charvo, he works on Shelton's leg, uh, he's he trying to like well it's what JR comments he goes well he's a jumpy motherfucker and if you knock out one of his wheels he ain't going to jump as much as a Chavo knows what he's doing that Mexican heritage um, Shelton he, he goes for the comeback after being worked on by Chavo but he gets stalled when he goes up top with his bad leg um, so he's, that's the thing you, you're high flyer you knock out that wheel they're screwed and he eats a superplex he can't jump can he no absolutely not but he could did you notice big uh, plaster on Chavo's right arm mm. clinging on for dear life where an overpad mate Chavo is working up, working over Shelton and he can't keep him down so he thinks right let's think about this my gimmick I'm a golfer let's go and get a golf club <laughs> makes sense oh. <laughs> makes sense but instead he comes back in the ring walks into an explorer and Shelton just after 8 minutes and 6 seconds 1, 2, 3 Gets the win. I think there's a call for an eight iron. I believe he's got a well, yeah, seven. Oh. Is, it, is it just a chip shot for him? Hey. Nothing but about a 90 yard shot. Look out! The people! The people suplex! It's over! Oh, how subtle was that? What? Here's your winner, Shelton Benjamin! Don't you know you're not supposed to interrupt somebody in their backswing? Sheldon Benjamin out of I mean literally nowhere. Bad wheel and all came through with a T-bone suplex when it was obvious that Keith White was going to use a golf club. Wait a minute. Um, doesn't hurt anybody, no. but 
if this is where Shelton Benjamin's career is at now, I'd start to panic. I think somebody should call his mama. I think he needs a haircut. He needs a haircut. He needs to find it. Find it. What he needs to do is sit at home, right? Put his turn telly off because that's not helping. Going back and watching Kurt Angle's best matches in helping him right now. What he needs to do is get an image up on his internet of the periodic table. And he needs to set himself a standard. He needs to find himself an element and set a standard. Iron. No. The iron standard, Shelton Benjamin. Bronze. No. No. Pewter. Is that an element? It is, but no. <laughs> Hydrogen, no. What did you make how many mavens? Two mavens. T- two mavens? It's a one and a half at best. At best. What's the rate divas? One and a half. Whatever rate divas, match that. Oh, no, no, yeah, did you do? Yeah, one and a half, because I matched you, I think, with divas. And then you went one. Oh, no, because I matched you on the last no, one. No, I said two for divas. I said two cause... for divas, I went one and a half, yeah. Okay, so Divas is the best match of the night so far. No, Flair Collier got Oh, Flair Oh, sorry, yeah, of course. Of course, I forgot about that one. <laughs> I was going to say. But we've just gone down. <laughs> We're being a we mess. We're just staying at a low now. It's just a very low, low bubbling pit. It is. And we are backstage with Todd Grisham and Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy, we are just moments away from you going one-on-one versus Edge inside a 15-foot-high steel cage. And obviously, there's... Some big personal issues between you, Edge, and Lita. You dated Lita for six years. The the breakup was very difficult. In fact, you've used some very disparaging remarks to describe Lita at one point, comparing her to the equivalent of a, a female dog. No, 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 Todd. I didn't I didn't call her a female dog. Do you know what I called Lita? I called Lita what she is. A bitch. Okay, well, now that time has, has gone on, do you, do you still feel that way? Of course I still feel that way, Todd. I gave Lita everything I am for six years. And what did she do in return? She betrayed me. She cheated on me. She slept with my best friend, Todd. Uh, Todd says, at one point, you compared Lita to the equivalent of a female dog. Matt says, no, I called her a bitch. And Todd's like, <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Um, what did you t- make to Matt's weird? Jumping on the spot, getting ready, getting warm, and then standing still for a second. And then jumping on the spot and getting ready and getting warm and standing still for a sec. Leave the drugs to your brother. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that, that's a pretty strong comment from Matt Hardy. He has got amazing motivation for what we expect to be an extremely physical taxing matchup. It's personal. It's physical. It has been perverse. And folks, it all revolves around a woman. Matt, I'm looking straight at you and welcome to the devil's pulpit. Where I ask you the question, what kind of life do you have left? Edge, you ruined my dream of one day having a family. I took your woman. You lost your job. Granted, you came back with all these grand plans for revenge. Adam, you bastard! I'm gonna make your life miserable! (laughs) But I burst that bubble at SummerSlam when I beat you to a bloody heap so bad that the referee had to call the match. Ladies and gentlemen, the referee has stopped the match. The winner is Edge! 
still standing here. Since I can't trust you in an arena around the fans, you sign that contract, you get your rematch with Edge and Unforgiven inside of a steel cage. Matt Hardy paints himself as some kind of hero. The people, each and every one of you, will be back to roll. Some kind of knight in shining armor. Well, this story doesn't end with you riding off into the sunset, Matt Nelson. This story ends at Unforgiven, in the middle of a 15-foot-high steel cage, with you lying flat on your back. When you hate each other as much as these two, how far will they go? When is too much, too much? Edge, your life will be so miserable that you'll wish you were dead. I want you to look up. I want you to wipe the blood and the tears out of your eyes. And I want you to see the woman that broke your heart and the man that tore it out of your chest. As we kiss your career, goodbye. So, and keep it fucking brief. And I, I, I feel like I say this every time. Matt Hardy versus Edge, cage match. Leah, how did we get here? So, we want Matt. We got Matt. Edge got attacked by Matt. Edge fought Matt. Edge beat Matt. Edge fought Matt again. We have a stage bump with Matt and Edge. And now we have a cage match with Edge and Matt. Nice. I told you I'd keep it brief. <laughs> um... Edge, he don't want none of this. Like, which is strange because, like, Edge is very much in control. He keeps beating Matt. He's, he's been uh, beat. Matt's fucking like, done. He shits himself and tries to escape straight early doors, and like Matt's like, nope. And then it's it's game on. So the focus on the, the early part of the match is very much Matt Hardy battering Edge, like battering Edge. I'm thinking, aye aye. Where the fuck has this been? Is, is Matt gonna win this one? Maybe. Um, Edgy blocked her avalanche side effects by smashing uh, Matt's head into the cage. Um, that turned the tide a little bit. Um, things picked up. We got a powerbomb off the top from Edge. Nice powerbomb. Yeah, beautiful. Um, we got a bit of back and forth. Uh, Edge tried using the Money in the Bank briefcase as a weapon at one point. Um, Lita attempted to get involved. Good girlfriend, Lita. But it got him into fucking worse trouble because, my God, did he bleed. My God, did Matt Hardy make him Edge fucking bleed? Well and truly graduated with colours. <laughs> but with others. <laughs> with colour, graduated with colours. Um, Lita found her way into the cage. She saved Edge. Only take a twist of fate to a massive pop from Matt Hardy. It's legal. What do you mean it's legal? That's a cage match. Everything's legal. It's not ethical, but it's legal. It's not moral, but who's counting when you're talking Lita, about Lena? Lena, get out of there. Lena, get out of there. You, you don't need to be in Edge there. Edge is going to get out. Edge is going to punt. No, 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 no. Edge is ready to sacrifice Lena to get out and win this match using Lena as a distraction. Look out. Oh, Lena. Lena. Lena trying to hit Smith with a briefcase. No way, no. And no. Twist of 
has to fight, but more important to the match, Matt Hardy got the spear. Right, get this over. But then he decided to take a page out of his brother's book, and he climbed to the top of the cage, jumps off with a fucking ass-destroying leg drop. It's gonna be. Feeling that for a while. Wowzers. It's not going yeah. to be sitting down to have a shit gonna, for a long right, time. If you don't land flush, right, and you land tailbone first, you could potentially fucking kill yourself. Of you said. <laughs> Proper bum you said. But at least Jeff would have done a flip. <laughs> he would have done a swan top, yeah, because I, I prefer to break my back and my neck than my ass. <laughs> if, I, if I break my back, fine. If I break my ass. People are going to be asking questions. Look at this! Matt Hardy's going to escape. He's going up. Matt Hardy's going to escape. He's going to get out. Matt Hardy's going to get out. He's going to get He's going to get out. He's not going to escape. My God, Matt, don't do this. Please, don't do this. Get up. Let's escape. Win the damn match. Get out of the ring. Don't do it. Matt, don't do it. Don't do it. Think of your family, Matt. Think of your fans. Think of everybody. Massive leg drop. One, two, three. 21 minutes. Matt Hardy gets the victory. So, 4.5 Maven, right off the bat. Okay. This is my match in the night. But, now Matt's got his win. And sort of got his revenge. He's hit the twist fatal leader. Beat Edge, finally. I think probably first time ever Matt's beat Edge in one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Since they've started. Yeah. Not just this feud, but their careers. But where does Matt go from here? One on one with Lita. Edging a shark tank. <laughs> yes. That'd be cool. He gets his, but, he finds him send a bird and we have a tag team feud for another pay-per-view before it gets boring. Yeah, I think do they have so if you, if we're going on pay-per-views, it's one apiece. Yeah. So do we have a A rubber match? A taboo Tuesday. But why is your cage match not the rubber match? Because it's WWE. Um, but could we have a Taboo Tuesday? Could we have a um, mixed step giant show? It's obviously your three choices. So it's Matt versus Edge, is Lita either the ref, the ring announcer, do you know that, or the timekeeper. Do you know that sort of gimmick? Lita's either banned from ringside, she's in a shark tank, or she's handcuffed to the stage. But yeah, this match in the night, Edge's power countering that. Uh, side effect then the second side effect off the cage that were great and fuck that leg drop <laughs> like, wild it, you're not going to be sitting down to shit for a while no no absolutely not um, we're backstage with Cena with Bischoff um, it's all over for you and your chain gang it's not even about winning Cena it's about if you'll survive and that's right it's fight. this is probably Cena's like, most fiercest opponent so far. Well, absolutely. obviously, like, JBL, Christian, Jericho. Oh, I'm going way back, Rene Dupree. <laughs> Taker? Yeah, Taker. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, yeah I'd, I'd much rather fight Taker than fight Angle. Definitely. Wrestling match, yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, just, yeah. No, I reckon fully fight. Street so, fight? Yeah. Angle would murder you. 
Angle would, Angle, get, Angle would get you in holes yeah, that Taker wouldn't even know existed. True. Angle would murder you. Greco-Roman the fuck out of you. You'd be tapping out onto curb. It's like, there's a no street fight, mate. You Undertaker would knock you out if we're talking like a one-on-one fight with fists. Yeah, that's uh, what I mean. Yeah. No, but I reckon even a fit, I reckon in a, a street fight, Taker versus Angle, Taker could only work with his fists. Angle could get you on the floor. Angle could yeah. get work with his fists. Angle would fuck you over. Yeah. I'd, I'd angle every day week in a street fight he'd be my, be my go-to him or Lesnar because Lesnar has got the combination of both where he's got the power and he's so, got the knowledge of the wrestling this is so this is Cena's biggest challenge since he debuted including Lesnar yeah definitely to be fair and he's world champion 2005 so higher pressure yeah he's world champion now so he, he's, he's the one with the target on his back He's not trying to make it. He's now made it and he's got to keep it. He's got to stay at the top. Exactly. And then John Cena, he asked for a bit of tape. You think he's going to tape his wrist? He doesn't. He tapes fucking Bischoff's mouth shut. Shut the fuck up. Banter! Word. This is just a pay for your banter. We go back to the arena and Edge is crawling up the ramp. Trying great to escape. Blood everywhere. It's a great visual. There's so much blood there. He looks minging. Edge is pissed off us that he's lost. Of course so he is. He- Obviously, it shows that we're going to get another one. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We're guaranteed another one. Guaranteed. We said we need a rubber match. Later on a poll. I think this. I think the rubber match ends up being like for money in the bank. I think it should be if... Winner gets briefcase. Later on a poll, and the winner gets to fuck her. Where Ed wants to fuck her, Matt wants to put a gun to red and fuck her that way. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Ben yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna do to you what Ben, ben Ward does in a couple of years. No, man, I'm editing all that out. <laughs> tag team title time. It is your reigning, sometimes defending tag team champions of the Raw brand, Hurricane and Rosie. Stand back. These are tag team champions coming through. Going up against the brand new tag team to hit Monday Night Raw, Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch. How did we get here, Michael? Well, uh, I forgot this match was on the card. Yeah, um, me too. I forgot we had tag champs. That as well. Uh, but I do remember that Caden uh, Murdoch beat him in a non-title match. Mm-hmm. So, by proxy, you beat the champs in a non-title, you you should get a shot at the titles. And here we are. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Here we are. Um, short match as well just over 7 minutes very short match for a tag team title match um, but this basically was a, a transition match of your guys we've, we've forgot what that you were even champions we've got no idea what to do here we've got a new tag team they've got they do weird well not weird they do funky 80s style promos um, like the promo before I'm gonna get you tell them Paul tell them Paul you know, that sort of promo yeah. it's very old school 80s style promos the, uh, Trevor Murdoch's an 80s style gimmick I love it he reminds me of Dickie Murdoch you know yes yeah, it so much um, maybe that's where he got the name from but maybe maybe it's his dad I should have done my research um, but yeah short match but I liked at the start though we got the camera cut because Edge, obviously we're still focusing on the blood we go to the, the canvas where there's that blood stain and you don't hear anything from Jerry Lord apart from ugh <laughs> it's like, I agree, Jerry. Yeah. I'm resting on that. <laughs> you don't want to roll around in someone else's blood. No, absolutely not. So the match then, uh, Murdoch and Cade, they isolate Hurricane at the start. 
Um, you get a DDT off the apron, uh, complete with Murdoch just staring into the camera going... <laughs> He has some he's a good, good looking fella in there. <laughs> um, which this was a weird one this because like Rosie was the big guy and yep. like he didn't ever get there wasn't much involvement from the big guy it was very much isolating Hurricane Rosie's the big hurricane. guy but he doesn't act like a big guy no he's not intimidating doesn't scare you we're not, we're not scared of you the only time there's a one point in the match where he actually acts like a big guy because he's a Samoan and he gets headbutted. <laughs> and you never fucking headbutt a fucking but Samoan. It it's, 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 it's horrendous, really, if you think where the careers went of Rosie and Jamal. And Do you know what I mean? Like, Rosie... What, what, Jamal what? comes back in a few months. Oh, yeah, but it's a peak main event Omaga. How he weren't world champion, I don't know. To this day, I still don't know. Because... But, do, 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 do. Of course, and Triple H as well. To be fair, yeah. there was both both brands had a bastard, <laughs> uh, but like with Rosie, I like you've like he debuted as a bad boy, badass Samoan. More like how the Usos were are now is yeah. how Three Minute Warning were. That's, yeah, that's where they got the gimmick. Yeah, um, but just the decline of the gimmick of Rosie, like like this, the finish of the match, it's Hurricane gets beat up. Hurricane has to be medically removed from the ring. To be fair, Hurricane was a hero. He did try and save Lillian from uh, Murdoch's fucking attempted flirting. Yeah, but, Come on, give then, me your kiss. But then he gets taken out of the match, right, to the point where he has to, he's like, no, I'm a superhero. I don't need your help. He's like, oh, yeah. my, my friends in the match. Oh, I'm in the match. Oh. So he runs back to the ring, takes the finisher and the new tag team champions after seven minutes. But I feel like you've got Rosie there. How is all this happening? Rosie's massive. Rosie should like, I, yeah, it's, it's bullshit. I'm glad that we've got the titles off them. Where, where they're going to, what they're going to do with the titles, I don't know because the only tag team on Raw up to this point was Hurricane and Rosie. <laughs> Everyone else has been drafted or disbanded. Yeah, so long's on SmackDown now. You know, Everyone's like, gone villains. to... Tajerian Regal's done. Everyone's done. They ain't a tag team. We need Dudleys. We're at Dudleys. Maven and Simon have split up. Maven and Simon didn't have split up. Maven's gone. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah, they ain't no tag team division. We're, we're at that point we were maybe back in like early 2003 where there was zero tag team... When Bubba Ray were teaming with random... Jeff Hardy and that. And, yeah. You know, there were no tag team division. And I feel like we're at that point now. But I am glad... The titles are off Hurricane and Rosie because pfft, you know, Hurricane was good back in the day. Hurricane, Hurricane had his peak. Hurricane gets good again. Hurricane well, had two Helms peaks. Helms gets good again. Yeah. Well, Hurricane had two peaks. Royal Rumble spot with Triple H and um, Stone Cold. Yep. And Rock match on Raw. There were because the Scorpion, Dick, Scorpion King has a tiny <laughs> ding-a-ling. What's up with that? They were used what's up with that? But when he becomes Gregory Helms, obviously that he progresses a lot more in his career. Um, but yeah, what did you make? How many Mavens? Two Mavens. It's like I said, it's good to get the tag titles off of them too. Let let Hurricane become Gregory Helms. Yes, that's what we need to just get to because the Hurricane gimmick it, it's been fun while it's lasted, but it's been the Hurricane since the invasion. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's. Do no, something Hurricane new has evolved. If you look at like yeah. his attire and he's, he's obviously cut his hair and he has evolved as a character, but we've got to a point now where it's... Yeah. What else can you do? Yeah, it's had its day. Let's, it needs to let's go away. Make, 
you're a credible wrestler. Let's yeah. make you a credible wrestler again. That's the thing. It needs to be changed now. It needs to be... Turn it up a notch. Now, let's try and do something with Rosie as well, though, on the back of this. <sighs> does it, though? I don't feel no. like it does. I don't feel like it does at all. And I don't remember Rosie doing anything, anything. after this. No, me neither. Anything. I don't remember and then he, these he, two's he, tag title reign going forward. No, and then it's like, what? Not 10 years and he passes. It was about 15, 16 or something he passed, Rosie. Something like that. Yeah. I think before that. Was it? I think before Roman came to main roster. We are backstage with Chris Masters being interviewed by Maria, and Maria wants to know why they call him the Master Bait. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And then Maria gives us a fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reference. If I couldn't love her anymore. Brilliant. She's so ditzy and stupid. It's fucking funny. If I couldn't love her anymore. And it's time then for our next match. It is the master of the master lock. Just a shit Lex Luger. Chris Masters going up against the shitter half of the rockers. Shawn Michaels. How did we get here? So Masters wants an actual opponent, pretty much. And Mm -hmm. he's like, now then, old cunt. You're an old cunt. I'm a new cunt. Fucking fight me. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's like HBK's off the back of having a feud with the old Bull Hulk Hogan. And now the young calf has come up and he's like, nah, come on. It's very true. It's very true. Um, well, like I said, I think coming yeah. into this, Masters needs a strong showing. He needs a win. Right? If we're going to push yeah, Masters... He's undefeated. Exactly. He's undefeated. He's got the gimmick... He's got the look, maybe not the voice. He's got the entrance. He's got the pyro. He's got the star power that, like I always say about Masters, this, is missing a manager. Oh, hundred percent. But I always so say, like Bobby Heenan would have been perfect for Masters. The thing is, it's it's and I say it all the time. It's how it's presented. It's how it, and Masters at the minute is presented like a million dollars. Mm. Mean, it's the not, pyro, the theme, everything. So your first. He's not worth a million dollars. No, but, no, absolutely not. But your first pay per view big one-on-one feud against a former multi-time world champion, go over him comfortably, smash him, leave him a crimson mask. That elevates you. Let's see if that happens. <laughs> or if it's just a generic Shawn Michaels wow. versus big guy match. <laughs> Surprised me that this went on for like 16 minutes, nearly 17 mm. minutes. They got a lot out of this because there wasn't much. Masters isn't a very good wrestler. No, this explosion. <laughs> um, he went for the master lock to be to begin with. That pissed Michaels off. Um, he beat down on him for a bit, um, but there was more attempts at the master lock because obviously that's the angle of this match. It's I've got a submission move that fucks your back. You've got a bad back. Mm. Do you know I mean that's well, the key. Like, that's why we didn't get any ring power when Sean did his little taunt in the ring because yeah. we had to use sneak attack. That's it. That's the one. Um, Sean's comeback <coughs> sequence it was standard normal what Sean does um, he sold that to be fair after the comeback sequence and then um, Masters took over uh, when he got in the Master Lock the first time uh, Michael sold it like he was like in pain my back's hurting <laughs> like fair fucks to him like, I've, I've never been the biggest Sean Michaels fan never I, he is up there but he's not, for me personally, never been top, top, top in the way that a lot of people see him as. But his selling element of side, you, can, you can't fault Second it. Second to you really can't. You really can't fault it. Um, we got like des- desperation. He'll make you look like you're f- a billion dollars. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. He didn't worth a grand. Absolutely. Um, he finally got free, uh, but with a low blow with the ref back turned, which was like for, uh, a callback to Raw. Um, and then he gets him back in the master's lock, uh, the master's lock with an S on the end. Uh, he gets him back in the master lock, and he's, it looks like he's fainting and passing out, and you're thinking, oh, he's done. This is it. Masters is going to beat Michaels. Exactly what you want. No, Michaels fucking finds a way. Right. Because sympathetic babyface Shawn Michaels needs to We've, go over. He's, he's had his heel run this year against Hogan. Now he's got to be a babyface again. So the people root for him. No, not having it. Not having it. So he slips out very much how Brett yeah. used to slip out off the middle rope. Yeah, it was a great yeah. way to get out of a submission. Yeah. Get so, out of the ropes. Force that rope break. Switching music just under 17 minutes. And the undefeated streak is over, over of one Christopher Matthews. Matthews, <laughs> Masters, terrible, not happy. Continues. Masters tell that sparkling record. Michael still looking to go. The parallels and man, what a what a hangman off that top rope. Michael sucking himself all the way down to the floor, but he certainly created an impact and a difference in that maneuver. And I'm going to tell you, this is anybody's match right now. As much pain and as much uh, damage as Shawn Michaels has absorbed, he's still in this thing. Well, they always say it's not over until you get the one, two, three, and it can change in the blink of an eye. JR, you know these fans here in Oklahoma. They've been the 12th man for these football teams here, and they're trying to get behind Sean. No doubt about that. And Michaels is equal to every kind of a out of kill. Oh, look at him trying to stand on that top turnbuckle. And oh, oh, Masters catches Michaels in midair. The strength, the power. Oh, no. Look at this. Oh, he's still got away. Talk about that shit attempts at a torture act, <laughs> which just proves what I've been saying for fucking however long it's been we've been talking about masters. That is just uh, say it with me. Uh, uh, shit like Luger. Shit like Luger. He is. He really is. So, what did you make, Hamley Mavens? Two, two, two. It's it's like. It would have. Are we getting a rematch then next month? Masters should have won. If Masters would have won, it would have made it a two and a half borderline three. three. Because what is the point of bringing new stars onto TV if they're not going to go over our established Masters stars? Masters should have won here. Yeah. It wouldn't have hurt Michaels. I don't think a loss from here to Mania would hurt Michaels. No, no, absolutely not. Would it fight Mania? Oh, yeah. You could, have, you could have had a shitty finish. You could have had a dirt joint. There could have been a dusty finish. There could have been something crap. Carlito could have got involved. Even, pissed off because of even flair. Even if he's kept that muscle lock in, dragged him back over the ropes. 
and it's a count out or something. It's just, it's just uh, we could do all holes it in and just yeah, a, d- look, a DQ swings him around yeah, till, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, till yeah. he's out. Ragdolls him, yeah, but Michael's winning because lol. There's just they, well, yeah, there was there were no need for Michaels to win. Masters Masters wins this his first big pay per view against one on one against Michaels. He smashes I mean, it was, him. It was Masters' best match to date. Oh, of course. But that's because he's facing generic, Shawn Michaels. It was a generic Shawn Michaels versus Big Man match. Yeah. No, definitely. And it, was, it, it was like Michaels versus Vader, but without the fucking... Yeah. You're supposed to get You're up. You're a fat piece of shit move, you dickhead. We're back at the limousine. Um, all the girls are a bit dishevelled, let's say. Um, Flair, his arse leaves the limo before he does. <laughs> that would be great. Um, he takes a ship of champagne, launches the bottle... The commentator. And there's no smash. The commentator. I know that got me. The commentators are losing their shit. Like there's no words here. There's no lines. They're just genuinely laughing. They're all like, <laughs> they can't hold it in. As then Flair flops <laughs> to end this little segment. He's fucked. Done. Flair nice. is the best part of the whole show. Flair's the show. Flair is this freak. Flair's an asshole. <laughs> I'm in Mavens. <laughs> Michael, main event time. It is your WWE World Heavyweight Championship. I think that's what they still refer to it as. It's WWE Championship. Yeah, but the lineage would be the WWF World Heavyweight Champion. That's yeah. what Hulk Hogan used to be the WWF World Heavyweight Champion. That's our mean gene, you, not mean gene. Um, Fink, Howard, Finkel. Howard Finkel used to introduce him too many bald men with moustaches it is your main event it is WWE champion John Cena going up against possibly possibly his fiercest opponent to date definitely his fiercest opponent Olympic fiercest. gold medal wrestling machine Kurt Angle how did we get here John Cena turned back this challenge John Cena said I will not become Bischoff's boy and that has got Cena and a hell of a lot of hot water Put John Cena's reign in as a WWE champion. The first ever your fired match on Raw here tonight. I'm going to be down at ringside during the match just, well, just to observe. And to crown the new WWE champion, Chris Jericho. The loser of this match will be fired on the spot. The winner of the match leaves the WWE champion. The deck is stacked and Jericho got... You have your rap career. 
your Hollywood ambitions. But I know what's most important to you, Cena. I know. It's that WWE title. I know from behind. I hold your whole future in the palm of my hand. Oh, no, no, no. Angles exist. I could take more than your WWE championship. Think about all you stand to lose. Think, Cena. And fear. I never quit. And I never back down. John Cena must face both Kurt Angle and Tom Cole. Now be here kicking ass and taking names, passing checks and breaking necks with the intensity of 10 cities live. The Tim is here. The leg is hooked. Can it be? Yes, it is. This match is over, and Angle is assaulting John Cena. I'm at the top of my game. Your career is over! I'm more relentless than I've ever been in my life. I'll take your damn career! I'll take your dreams! And I want that WWE title! And then I'm forgiven, Cena. You're gonna finally come to the realization that I am the most vicious son of a bitch in the WWE! A month ago... Bischoff announced Angle as number one contender because he's the general manager. He can he can announce whoever he wants as number one contender. Right after Angle attacked Cena after he got Jericho fired, mm-hmm. and that's how we've got here. But for the last few weeks, Angle's been beating the shit out of Cena. So <laughs> Cena's been getting beat up. Lol. Very much lol. And this match is very much focused on if Cena tries to wrestle Kurt Angle, he's going to lose. You don't You don't wrestle Kurt Angle. He's going to have to fight him. He's going to have to fight him because wrestling, he will lose. And early on in the match, no one can wrestle Kurt Cena Angle. tries wrestling him, he gets, he gets dominated. He just dominates him on the mat, he wears him down, he does his angle shit where he spins off here and fucks you up and you don't even know where he is. Proper destroys him. Um, Cena, he does, he, every now and again, and this is the new formula of mm. the John Cena. Every now and again, a little comeback. A little comeback, but then Angle wears him down. Angle wears him down. A little comeback, Angle wears him down. Um, the fans were massively behind Kurt Angle. Massively yeah. behind Kurt Angle. Oh, say, he's side the bad side guy in See the taps, lol. <laughs> but yeah, it was weird. Maybe like, I don't know, is Oklahoma, did they have a... Zang, sorry, Collegiate wrestling, and, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, There's got to be some tie in there NCAA, somewhere. maybe? I don't know. Fuck John Cena. We're sick of this well, boring yeah, shit. Uh, Charlie Hoss was from Oklahoma, already. Yes, that's, that's the link. Team that's Angle. The link. Team Angle. And as well, Cena's getting tedious. We're only like, I don't know. Six we're not even a year in. Six months into his title. When are you doing the title? Mania. Mania. And we're now in August. September. September. Yeah, so it's... And April, it's getting, September. Because it's... it's every, not even six every months. Every match is having this formula of Cena starts hot, Cena gets battered, Cena comes back a little bit, Cena gets battered, comes back a little bit. Like, during, towards the end of the match, um, so Cena get, he gets the... The ref gets bumped, we get angle slam. Pointless ref yeah, bump. angle slam. Yeah, but Why? that's to bring Bischoff down. Dick kick. Dick to bring Bischoff down. Sorry. For a dick kick. So and we get ref gold bump. Gold medal punch. Ref bump, ankle lock, angle slam... Uh, we get the visual one, two, three after the Cena. Cena with the FU, but the ref's down, but the fans are going one, two, three, and Cena's won. Angle gets Cena back in the ankle lock. Bischoff comes down, shouts at Cena. Cena escapes. 
Uh, but Bischoff tried calling the bell, Survivor Series, yeah. fucking, the match is over. The match is over. Um, in the commotion, the ref wakes up to see John Cena smashing Swing. Angle with the belt. Um, and he calls a DQ at 17 minutes, which, again, for your main event, under 20 minutes on a pay-per-view. It's bad do. This has been a bad do. And the fact that the ref had his, had his wrist, had his hand taped up. Like, he was were, he were ready to ready stop any It's like, I'm not counting to five. If I have to count to five, I'm fucking swinging. But that was our main event. Still, you're reigning defending, which it was a bad call for me. A DQ finish means we're going to get another. Yeah. Of course. Um, but I don't know. Cena After took, that match, though, it, it was a decent match up until the DQ. If Kurt Angle was going to, though, Kurt Angle was their biggest draft pick, right? Apart from Cena. Right? Arguable, but yeah. Yeah. I get it. Angle could have took the title off him. Cena could have won it back next pay per view. Yeah. But Angle, because, if we, because we've got no Triple H. And for the last four years, we've had dominant, well, heel three tra- years, dominant heel champion Triple H. Angle it's could have taken that role. Seeing a face chase. Of course. Of course. You don't want to see a face hold. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's like if, to jump towards modern day, if Cody speak Roman at Mania, I don't want to see when? Cody have. When? When? Yeah. It's going to be a I don't when. want to see Cody. This year, last year, last year were an if. This year's got to be a when. It's got to be a when. <laughs> it's Fuck got it, to yeah. be. Finish the story! But I don't want to see Cody hold it till for a year. Have him lose it at SummerSlam. No. Fair enough. Stone Cold Steve Austin, the best thing about Austin when he was chasing The Rock, not when The Rock was chasing Austin. That's how it is. But that was your main event. How many Mavens? What did you make? Three Mavens. Yes. It would have been better if Angle won. Oh, yes. Yes. But DQ, maybe Taboo Tuesday, Angle could win. Could. Could, maybe. I I don't know. I know Edge loses at some point. Uh, Edge? Yeah. I know Cena loses at some point. I think it's to Edge. So yeah, I guess after, after the no, what's point to date shit well, well, I'm not watching Tabo Children then, fuck you. <laughs> so that was unforgiving then, Michael. I want to know, as always, your match of the night, your worst match of the night, and if Unforgiven 2005 was a wrestler from the Ruthless Aggression era, who would it be? Match of the night, cage match. Yep. Worst match of the night, Show Snitsky. Disagree. Divas. Tomato, tomato <laughs> potato. Uh, if it was a wrestler, it met my expectations. Uh, so, in a way, has it met my expectations? In a way, Orton. Orton? He's met my expectations okay. at this point in time. It's not excelled. Not yet, 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 Mark says you're wank. 2005, he's not excelled my expectations yet. (laughs) On that note, Michael, let them know if they don't already, where can they find us on all the socials? It's at our era podcast, we're on fucking Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I say we're on them. We're probably only active on TikTok these days, the occasional Twitter post. I'm good on my TikToks. I've got over a thousand. We can go live. I've got because you need on TikTok. You need to get a thousand followers to go live, and I've hit it. I've got a th- we're on a thousand and sixty-five. 
put a video. We're not on. doing a TikTok dance. No, no, I'm thinking more when we can watch it because they do it on internet. I watched them. I sound like a granddad. <laughs> they watch it. You wrestling. are. They watch it wrestling and they, they go live on TikTok and like, I'm watching wrestling and you're watching me watching wrestling. That's what they do. They do. I've seen it. I've seen it all the time. I'm watching you watching wrestling, but I'm watching wrestling at the same time, but I'm not watching wrestling. I've seen it. I've seen it. I don't need to watch you watch wrestling. I don't need to watch you watching the wrestling and me watching. A lot of watching goes on on TikTok. That's a lot of watching. On that note, this has been Unforgiven 2005. I've been Dave. That's been Big Sexy. Until the... No, until, next. until Oh, is it? Are we going to tiptoe to Taboo Tuesday? <laughs> Until the nuance to no mercy. Nice. Peace out, people.